G'day, you are listening to Healthy-ish, the podcast from body and soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. Susie Burrell joins me today again. Yes, she is a regular and one of Australia's leading dietitians. She also has a very successful podcast called The Nutrition Couch. And today we are talking about well, eating healthy on a budget. If you do want more from Susie, she's also up on Extra Healthy-ish, where we chat about healthy eating behaviours. You can grab that wherever you get your podcasts. Susie, it's 2023 and you, we haven't chatted yet. How was your new year? It was very pleasant. The weather's been good. We enjoyed it. I didn't get overseas like you to like sun myself in the slopes, but I still had a pretty good time. <laughs> but I think the thing that's on all of our minds is how expensive everything is. My goodness gracious me. I tell you what, we, I might have gone and, well, not sunned myself, froze my butt off on the slopes, but I tell you what, we're all feeling the crunch when it comes to budgets. Um, Now, you're really good at this actually on your Instagram. If you scroll through your Instagram, you've got really great tips and hacks on how to, you know, navigate the supermarkets, what's on sale. What are you feeling with your audience, your community, you know, your podcast listeners? I always try and tailor content to suit a range of different people. Now, I find that budget-friendly tips do really well on my channels and myself am very budget conscious because I don't like spending money on food that I don't think is worth it. So, for example, if you look at the cost per kilo of package processed food, like things like potato chips, Felicity, are like almost $5 a packet. Like it's potato and oil. Like I just can't justify spending that kind of money. So, what I do is try and target both what's in mainstream supermarket and then what's on sale for people who choose to spend their money there. Or we also cover a lot of discount shopping. So if you are going to cheaper supermarkets or choose like I do to go to the fruit markets each week, where you can save money there. And I try and basically spend as little as possible on core ingredients and minimize packaged food in general. So whilst I may run a trolley post or what's on half price sale packaged food wise, that doesn't mean I buy or recommend that for my clients. It's just giving people the options, but I am very frugal and certainly only spend money on really good quality food and definitely not on packaged snack food where you can blow a lot of money on very poor quality nutrition. Actually, that's a great point. I've never thought about that before. Like a bag of chips, okay, is five bucks and all you're getting is potato and oil. You may as well go buy a few potatoes and boil them up and eat them. Not that my children or myself would be really into that for a snack, but you looking at it like that kind of changes the dynamics of how you spend money on healthy food. Well, also how quickly you eat it and how small the portions are and knowing that often you can buy those kind of more discretionary treat style foods at half price. So waiting for that and using that in moderation or storing it away when they do come on. Because what we know about food in the supermarket is the more you buy, the more you eat. So basically, if you go and and bulk buy a lot of uh, processed um, snack food, you'll eat a whole lot more of it. So I also try and make sure I don't overbuy on a regular basis or store it correctly at home. Because if the snack food is where the kids can grab it, they will keep eating. Whereas if it's in a special tub that's just for school, it makes sure that it lasts the amount of time. So for example, I go myself to Costco and I buy the school 
stuff there and then I've got three months of, say, school milk and then I know how much I've got. So I'm very specific with planning it all out. And we often say when we've spoken before, planning is the key to dietary success, but it's also the key to budget success because planning makes sure that you know how much you need for the week. It makes sure that you have the ingredients and then you can then only buy what you need. And it also means that you can um, sort of check what staples you're missing rather than going and doing a whole supermarket shop each week where we just throw random things in and then we end up eating it. So at this point where it's just such a blowout cost for food, I think you have to be really savvy with how you do it, particularly with snack food, which is just so exorbitant. Do you shop each week? Do you plan each week your meals or are you a monthly planner? Which one is better? No, I do. I have a very set schedule each week. So I know what I'm having four nights each week. And it's pretty similar. You know, on Monday, we have fish. On this day, the kids have lean sausages. I go to the fresh food markets every two weeks out at Flemington in Sydney. And I stock up and spend between $50 and $70. And that is two weeks of fresh food. And then I will duck in. Susie, that is amazing. 100%. You will save so much money. And if you think it's a bit overwhelming, team with a friend and take turns. And then you're only driving once a month. You will save. an absolute fortune and it's a really enjoyable experience on a Saturday morning with all the growers um you know a dollar two dollars a kilo for all your favorite things like apples and stone fruit and great beautiful quality and they probably last right your apples rather than going to these big supermarkets and I buy a carrot and it lasts me literally 24 hours (laughs) I probably get carrots that last me three weeks and it's so upsetting when you go and you spend 30 or $50 on a top-up shop and it doesn't last. And I just got sick of it because my kids eat a lot of fresh fruit, particularly tomatoes. So I can get a dollop on it all the time there. Wow. So it's worth the trip out. And then, but I'm not, it's not perfect. I then duck in and I will pick up, say, like we ran out of carrots the other day. Well, I'm not going to buy those at the markets. They're quite inexpensive anyway. So I bought carrots, I bought bread, and then I may buy the treats when they're on half price sale, but I'm not doing that every day, $50, $70 shop. And then also I have to go for work to buy my props and things. So I sort of do the work shopping separate. But so it's all laid out that way. And I'll also buy sort of the meat in bulk at a butcher or if, you know, the lean sausage are on sale, I'll stock up on those for the freezer or ice cream for the kids when that's half price, I'll put that in. So all very set because otherwise you go and just keep loading the trolley and even the smallest of trolleys is $100 now and it's too much for families, you know, when we're trying to pay our mortgages and also eat healthy because the more of that packaged food you buy, the more you eat and it's generally not as healthy. And then you get into a cycle, don't you, where you, you know, when you go the night by night shop, I'm in that bad cycle right now because we've had a few weekends away and I'm like, okay, what are we having tonight? And then you, you're literally dropping 50 or 70 bucks if you're a family or maybe 30, 40 if you're, you know, single or in a partnership. And it's just, the costs just get out of control. I like a dinner for the family to cost about $20. That's kind of my reference point. So what I'll do is then keep several things in the freezer that tick that box. So I might keep frozen fish pieces, which of course come at about 30% off now. I'll keep the lean sausages. I'll keep dumplings. I'm a big fan of dumplings for kids. They love them. And then I'll keep um, the frozen veggies to go with it. So all of those dinners are under $20 for a family. Um, I'll work on this with my clients as well who are in a similar situation. They're working full-time, got three kids at different schools. Just crazy. I said, you just need 10 minutes on a weekend to map out the meals, order the stuff, the staples online so it's delivered because then you don't go into the supermarket and you don't get distracted. And then if you need a chicken one night, you can pick that up and buy a bag of salad. Again, 
those salad bags at, at the supermarket are $5. The chicken's, what, 12 less still than $20. Or you can even use the frozen potato chips, but they're yeah. in um, <laughs> short supply at the moment. I went in the other day, couldn't even get them. But, yeah, if you were, you could cut up a sweet potato or potato and there's your less than $20 dinner. So I keep those numbers all really front of mind because then if you do want to have a treat or have a takeaway meal, you've got the budget for that because you haven't wasted money yeah. on food that can be a lot cheaper through the week. Actually, I saw a great thing when I, I stayed with my sister overseas in Canada over Christmas and she, on her fridge, she has meals um, written out in little magnets. So she has spag bowl and Mexican and and then on the other side of the fridge she has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and everyone just has to pick a day and what they want and so they just move the magnet to Monday. Like we're having spaghetti bolognese on Monday and I thought what a great idea so you don't feel like you have to do the burden of cooking or, you know, or, or someone in the household, whoever does that, whether it's you or you, your partner. And um, yeah, everyone kind of mucks in, this is what we want and off you go. That's a really family-friendly way to do it. And everyone's different because you want to minimise stress and work. And sometimes it's easier just for one person to run it or sometimes you want to delegate and get older children to contribute and make a meal or your partner, whatever works for you as a family. But for busy mums, I find the issue is they just don't even have that time to pull out to do it. So once you're in the routine of every Friday or Saturday before it gets chaotic, map it out order some of the baseline groceries in so then you're not wasting that mental load each night and the stress thinking, what am I going to have when your brain's overwhelmed with all the decisions that you've already made and you've got default options in the freezer. So if you have got a burst of motivation one weekend and you have made some lasagnas or you have made some spaghetti mints, you can quickly always pull that out as well. So I start the day knowing as well what I'm having the next day and I'll pull it out so it's ready to go. So that's the little routine. Great tip, Susie. Thanks for coming back on Healthy-ish. Anytime. Well, I hope that chat with Susie saves you a dollar or two on your next week's shopping bill. If you want more, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish talking about healthy eating behaviours. If you want more from us, plenty of other episodes of Extra Healthy-ish or Healthy-ish. And you can also jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. You can rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend. And until next time you listen, well, stay healthy on a budget. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.